You ready, my love? Oh, I'm ready. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> you are him. I'm Joanna. And I'm Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> Such a liar. I like your laugh. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> We're so stupid. So this is Live, Laugh, Murder. Yes, it is. Welcome. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Murder, where we tell stories that may or may not be true. We are true crime. Sometimes. Sometimes. Ooh, you filled that in. The story you're going to listen to today may be the facts of a true crime case told in a narrative fiction style, or it might be the plot of a horror story. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you and my co-host, Joanna, Joanna. can figure it out before the end of our show. Hold and uh, 50-50, honestly. I think, and we need a tally. Honestly, like we've been saying that. I know we say that and we're on episode twenty one now. Twenty three. Oh my gosh. It's okay. Okay, so here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what? my actually interns, if you're listening, your assignment <laughs> is to go and listen to every episode. Every episode. Just you can go to the last five minutes, mm-hmm. ten minutes, and then keep a tally on how I'm correct. And the first one, Amy or Becky, whoever wins. Wow, you're putting it out there. Yeah. Um, whoever gets me the results the fastest, I will give you a treat. A ju- surprise. I, I don't, you're not a dog. A surprise. What kind of surprise? I have not decided, but it will be a good one. Do I get a surprise? No. Okay. I want to put up like a... We're really close. We are like really face close. face to face, we're really close. <laughs> don't make out with me. I want to put up a... Two best friends. <laughs> sitting in a room. I want to... Listen to me. I'm sorry. I want to put up a whiteboard okay. somewhere, but I also am very like aesthetic. You are. Listen. Just stick it like right here. Right there. We record in my bedroom. I don't have an office. I'm not that bougie yet. Brett. <laughs> I thought he was on it. Just He's, like an extension out here. He needs to listen to our episodes so he hears our cries. <laughs> <laughs> He's really behind. I told him I wanted a neon sign that said like recording in session. He goes, oh, so you could put it outside of the door so we don't come in. I was like, no. Behind like, us. Just no. Just no. like a cute like oh. sign. I don't know. Like a cute like desk lamp, but neon. And it says okay. like now recording. Does that exist? Yes. I'm sure. I once knew someone. Everything exists. I know. I knew someone that had a neon sign in their bedroom, and it said F-U-C-K. How did you spell it? You are the cuss queen. I don't know. Am I the cuss queen? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway. I won't count that towards your tally. Don't. don't. Why would you <laughs> click the pen in the microphone? So people know that I'm ready. I think we should keep going. Okay. I'm really off. So will you be able to know if our story is real or fake? that's the point that is the point before our story though i want to give a shout out to one of our patrons today's episode is dedicated to erica who has been a patron since the beginning of october she is a part of our live laugh massacre tier and we just wanted to take a moment to thank you for supporting our teeny little show that we love so much yes we do thank Thank you you, erica we love you this is dedicated to you yes i also want to say hello to my friend her name is dolly she is a new listener no, I just... Okay. Get having, it up. Get no, it I've up. been having a hard time taking deep breaths for a few days. Okay. Sorry. You're ruining my moment with my friend. <laughs> okay, Dolly. She loves the show. Aww. Yes. And I like I text them. I'm like, hey, new episode. And she's like, oh, which please? I'm like, yes. Did she listen to it? She's... Um, I think she's listening to it right now. Well, which please came out over Thanksgiving break, so yes. some people had to catch up. I they understand. Were with their Me too. I mean, I... Well, actually, no, because I listened to that episode today, so I'm just one day behind. Yeah. 
Well, when this this episode yes. comes out, you'll be two weeks behind. No, I'll, I'll cut up. <laughs> I only have 15 minutes left, and my drive here is like 40 minutes. It is really far. You need to move in my town. You need to move on my street. Becky is my neighbor, neighbor Becky, intern neighbor Becky. Mm-hmm. With the good tell, hair. tell her husband... To, to build a house next to you? No. Tell oh. her husband to move out and you move in. Okay. <laughs> With, it'll just be a house full of girls. Yeah, because we all have daughters. All have girls. All of us. Becky has two daughters. I have two daughters. Brett has two daughters. You have one daughter. There's a house next door to you. Or there's an empty lot next to you. All right. Well, you got Brett I'm not stopping and, you. What's his name? Steven. They can build. They can build. Wow, we got off. Joanna, before our story, mm-hmm. we like to talk shit about our state of Florida because we live here and we're allowed to do that yeah because it is a show do you have a florida man episode episode segment do you have a florida man story story. yes and this is from intern uh no i'm sorry becky she sent this to me becky has been rising in the ranks recently i think yes and it it makes me happy that she still thinks of me like when she hears a story she's like joanna needs this that does make me happy it makes me happy love you and joanna i'm gonna have you take it away oh my gosh oh my you sit down so far away Okay, so we have our, our special guest. Um, we have an intern here, one of our interns. Uh, intern uh, Becky is here to Hello. share Hello. our Florida Man story. Since Becky sent this to you. Yeah, she sent it to me. We want her to read it. Go for it. All right. There was I, a. Do you want to say hi to the world first? Hello, world. This is neighbor Becky. <laughs> neighbor <laughs> Becky. She has a lot of titles. I know. There is a man caught with fentanyl after getting trapped in a porta potty. I can't even. How does that even happen? I can't even. No. I don't know. The sounds of a person in pain led a deputy to baggies of drugs over the weekend. He arrived to the home Sunday evening after reports of a suspicious person and what sounded like a person shouting in pain. (laughs) When the deputy arrived, a man could be heard yelling loudly. As the deputy got closer, she could hear the screams and saw a foot sticking out of the bottom of the porta potty. How though? How? How does that happen? Like, how do you get the door shut? Why would you choose to go do your drugs in a porta potty? I don't. That's the better question. This is why we needed you on. (laughs) The deputy asked the man to step out of the porta potty and take a seat. The man identified as James goose okay, I said gauss. gauss goose I oh i guess it is ow ow, ow. <laughs> said he got his foot stuck in the closed door of the porta potty the deputy opened the portable restroom and found a small baggie with a powdery substance a syringe Ooh. and a larger bag filled with other small baggies the powdery substance tested positive for fentanyl measuring 0.5 grams James was arrested and now faces two drug charges. Do you think he smells like poop? I was going to say he's probably in a better environment in the jail than he was in the porta potty. Yeah. True. So gross. <laughs> When's the last time you've done drugs in a porta potty? Um, I mean, that's a typical I'd, Saturday. I'd say, yeah. <laughs> I'd say last weekend, you know. Last weekend? That's yeah. my preferred place of um, usage. Well, Becky, we're proud of you. Yes, Thank that you. Was, that was for coming. Great. Of yeah, course. Good. Thanks for coming keep on the coming. show. Yeah. I'll keep doing my research. Yes, thank you. Are you trying to take Amy's spot? I don't know. <laughs> I mean. She's been slacking. Amy has been. I can be the intern to the intern. <laughs> wow. The intern's assistant. Okay. I think you're in competition. Perfect. All right. Becky. Thank you. Yay. Thanks. Yay. Thanks for coming. See ya. Thanks. Becky, you did a great job. Yes. Thank, thank you, you for coming. And you know what? And thank you for saving my daughter. Yeah, that's the real. What's that's, the real reason, Becky? I don't want to talk about it. Um, but you almost threw up. 
let's just say Becky has a daughter the same age as Joanna's daughter. And we needed a costume change. Sure. There we go. Are you ready for a story today? I'm ready. Always ready. I want to ask you a question first, Joanna. Where was I? I always say the same thing. How long do you think you can realistically stay awake for? I thought you were going to say hold my breath. Um, Realistically, I could probably do 48 hours. Really? Yeah. If I had to. Like if if I was just at home by myself, but if I was like actively doing something, I could do. Like a life or death scenario. Yeah. Right. I did some research and it seems that the longest a person can stay awake that I found or the lo- sorry the longest a person has been recorded to stay awake was a 17-year-old named Randy Gardner in 1963. Apparently he stayed awake for 11 hours and 25 minutes. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. Away? 11 I'm sorry. hours. 11 days. <laughs> I'm saying, I literally 11, did that day. <laughs> I typed 11 hours in my notes. 11 days and 25 minutes. 1963. So how did they how do they know to the minute? Like, he woke up and he's like, all right, it's 7.32. I mean, I wasn't there, Joanna. How would you know? I, I, I call BS. Go. You call BS? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, that's what I would find. According to the website Medical News Today, if you go 72 hours without sleep, the side effects would include. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think? I would say delusional. Yeah. Being, being delusional. Yeah. Seeing things, going crazy, irritable. All that. Paranoia, severe memory issues, depression, difficulty communicating, Mm -hmm. all that. Because your brain needs to rest. I mean, I've seen Bird Box, that movie with Sandra Bullock. Oh, yeah. That's not what this story is. But that's not... Oh, wait a second. I'm getting movies mixed you up. You are. Oh, that's not Bird Box. No. They, had to be, they literally had to no. be blinded. No, no, no. Like, you're right, right, right. No, no, no. There's a movie on Netflix, and it's not this story, because I'm telling you. And it, um, it is, it's a movie where the people could not go to sleep. Oh, it's so crazy. You should watch it. They, like, were infected with something, and nobody in the entire world could fall asleep again. That sounds so terrible. So after days went by, people started going delusional. Massacres are occurring, like, freaking out, hallucinating, all that. that sounds terrible. And then they found a cure. Mm, as they always do. Okay. That's not the story. So that conversation does lead me to our story today. I want to take you back to Russia in the 1940s. Love it. Love it. We love us a 1940s Russia. Russian, Russian, research, Russian researchers in the late 1940s kept five people awake for 15 days <gasps> using an experimental gas-based stimulant. Why? They were kept in a sealed environment to carefully monitor their oxygen intake so the gas wouldn't kill them since it was toxic in very high concentrations. 1940s. 1940s. You People asked, did wild stuff back then. Yes. You ask why did they do this? Yes. Military testing. Okay, but what – who – okay. You're, you're going to have as many questions as I have lack of answers. Okay. <laughs> This was before the time where they could wire a camera to catch the footage of the people in this this room. So they had only microphones and thick glass, like, porthole-sized windows into the room to monitor them. Okay. The room, or chamber as it was called, was stocked with books for them to read, cots to sleep on, running water and a toilet, and enough food, like dried food, that could last all five of them for over a month if they needed it. Okay, pause. Did these people volunteer or were they voluntold? Russia, 1940s. Okay, so they were told. Okay. I'm going to tell you right now. The test subjects were political prisoners. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they were not, they weren't volunteering nothing. (laughs) They were told this is what you're doing because you, you're done anyway. Um, They were... 
deemed enemies of the state at the time during World War II. So they had no other choice. That was it. As we now know, this kind of thing did happen. Mm -hmm. These kinds of things happened in the past. still. Along with many other mysteries that I don't want the government tracking me down for discussing on a public platform. Agreed. Russia. Yeah. Okay. Everything was fine for the first five days of the experiment. Five days. Jeez, I couldn't imagine. Gas stimulant to keep them awake. Okay. Everything was fine the first five days. The subjects hardly complained, having been promised falsely, Mm-hmm. that they would be freed if they submitted to the test and did not sleep for 30 days. What? Oh. Okay. Gosh. <laughs> Could you imagine just 1940s? No. No. Listen, if you stay awake for a month, no, go. Okay. Okay. Their conversations and activities were monitored, and it was noted that they continued to talk about increasingly, not after the, you know, as the five yeah. days are going on, increasingly traumatic incidents from their past with each other. They started kind of opening up. Wait, men or women age range? I can tell you a mixture of men and women. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Okay? And the general tone of their conversations as the days went on took on a darker aspect after the four-day mark. It got weird. Mm -hmm. I mean, this trauma bonding, if I ever heard of it, like... I'd be telling you my whole life story if we had nothing to do. 30 days. After five days, they started to complain about the circumstances and events that led them to where they were. And they started to develop severe paranoia. I would too. Right? So whatever reason got them in this situation, they were letting it out. Then, after five days, you want to know what happened? Somebody died. They stopped talking to each other completely. Okay. And began whispering into the microphones. Just like that are actual words. Actual words. Okay. But oddly, they all seemed to think that they could win the trust of the experimenters by turning over the other subjects in captivity with them. How would you turn them over? They're already exactly, in jail. Exactly. Exactly. The researchers su- suspected this was an effect of the gas itself. Oh. Okay. Just this odd thinking, not communicating with each other, and feeling like they needed to rat each other out. Like it was all a competition or something. And this was after- like Big Brother. <laughs> Have you ever watched that show? Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Vote for me. Um, wait, what did they say? Vote me out of the house? Head of household. Got, Head yeah, of household. Yeah. Okay. HOH. I want to be HOH. After- Oh, I lost my place. Typical. So that was- <laughs> After nine days, the first of them just started screaming. Oh, God. He ran the length of the room and repeatedly yelled at the top of his lungs for three hours straight. (laughs) Three hours. I hope this is a movie. (laughs) (laughs) After this amount of time, he continued attempting to scream, but was only able to produce squeaking sounds. Because it's been three hours of constant screaming, and the researchers assumed that he physically had torn his vocal yeah. cords. Lost his voice. After three <laughs> hours. After three hours. God. Uh, I mean, constant screaming. <laughs> Stop. I know. I was, I, I was waiting for that one. <laughs> oh, my God. Three hours straight. I'm surprised the other ones didn't, like, try to kill him. Well, I'll be honest. Let's keep going. Okay. The most surprising thing about this behavior, no to to your point, is how the other captives reacted to his mm-hmm. constant screaming. Being that there was zero reaction, 
they did not react to his screaming. This is normal. He ran the length of this room back and forth screaming and they just did nothing. You know what they did as he was screaming? Continued whispering into the microphones until a second person started screaming. (laughs) Now we just have this chorus of screams. There's five? Yeah. Okay. So So two of three. Or two of three. Yeah. (laughs) Two out of the five. Two out of three. You got it. Good I job. I have your math skills. Um, then the two non-screaming, or I'm sorry, three. then two non-screaming captives oh. started to take the books apart. Oh. Okay. It's like an insane asylum. And smeared page after page with their own feces. Oh, God. And used their feces as a form of paste oh. and calmly pasted the books covered in poo over the glass portholes that were being used to watch them. Okay. So now you can't see us anymore, bitches. Well, you can see our poo. You can see our poo smeared on these fucking books. That's disgusting. That's and the smell. I mean, why did Becky have to come over and save Stop. us today? I don't want to think smell of this. It. Joanna pooped her pants. I did not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm wearing toddler underwear. <laughs> Listen, moms, dads, you guys who are parents, you know it happens. No judgment. It happened to my girls one time at the beach. Oh, my daughter. Yeah, yes. And it was a beach that had no public restroom nearby. And if we, if you're turning us off at this news, sorry, I'm sorry. Um, But welcome back. Come back in like 30 seconds. And uh, I had to improvise, (sighs) and it was a horrible experience. So that is nothing compared to two seconds of Becky. We need you. Neighbor Becky. Neighbor Becky. After they covered the portholes with poop paste books, pages, poop pasted book pages, put that on a shirt. After they did this and the researchers couldn't watch them anymore, the screaming completely stopped. The whispering completely stopped. It all just stopped. Then three days passed with zero sounds at all. Can they see inside the They port- can't see inside because no, be, because this is in the 40s. They didn't have like live TV footage yeah. that they could wire. They just had the microphone sounds. The sounds from the microphones what? that they could hear live. They, and they, they covered wanna, up the windows. They didn't want to crack the door. There's gas in there. We'll turn it off for a second. Well, let me keep going. Okay. 3 days, no Hold sound. Hold your breath. The <laughs> the researchers checked the microphones every hour to make sure that they were working because mm-hmm. they're thinking, what the Three fuck? 3 days. Three days, no sounds. Since they thought it would be impossible, impossible that no sound could be coming with five people inside the room. Yeah. Zero sounds. The oxygen consumption in the chamber, because they were able to check that, indicated that all five were still alive. They were able to monitor how much was being breathed in and then use that to make that determination. In fact, it was the amount of oxygen five people would consume at a very heavy, heavy level of exercise. So that's what I was, that's how I think it too, right? But me, like they're sitting there, like strenuous exercise. Just, yeah. They're breathing like that. Okay. Whew, it makes me take a deep breath. Since there was no sound at all coming through and the researchers couldn't see into the room on the 14th day, they felt like they needed to try and get a reaction from the captives. Because the poop is now hardened. <laughs> They can't see through the windows, yeah. Yeah. They used the intercom system inside the chamber, hoping to get any response from the captives. They were assuming that they were either dead physically or at least like brain dead or unconscious. Because you haven't slept. You haven't slept. 14 days. So they announced, quote. And I quote. And I quote. "We We are opening the chamber to test the microphones. Step away from the door and lie flat on the floor or you will be shot. Oh. Compliance will earn one of you your immediate 
freedom. <gasps> Heck yeah, man. End quote. Before they could even open the door to check on the group, they heard in a calm voice one of the people say, we no longer want to be freed. <gasps> what? That's it. Whoa. As a group? This, that one person? One person. We no longer want to be freed. Like, you say it. No, you say it. <laughs> well, yeah, seriously. The, this freaked the researchers out so much. They spoke with the military forces funding this project and decided that since they couldn't get the captives to respond to any other way, they couldn't really collect the data that they the whole purpose of this yeah. experiment was. So it was time to open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. What was the hypothesis behind this? Like the scientific, like... Well, they were testing a gas stimulant. To see if... if it, so, so like, the military could stay awake? That's what I would... That's Yeah, that's how but I would see it, too. How would they in, do that? If like, if I'm in the military... Like, if you're on the, in yeah, the field? Yeah, in the field. Like, do I just have, like, a, like a fish like, tank, <laughs> fish bowl on my head, like, pumping? Like a gas mask, yeah. probably. That's what I would assume. Okay. Okay. So, they, to do this... So, they wanted to open the chamber at midnight on the 15th day. They had to flush out the stimulant gas that was keeping them awake, and then they had to fill it with fresh air. Of course. Which makes sense. Like, experiment over. Immediately when the stimulant gases began to recede, voices from the microphones began to call out. Three different voices began begging, pleading for the gas to be turned back on. (laughs) This... I hope this is a movie. This being the Russian military, they didn't take orders from no criminals. They opened that bitch and soldiers were sent inside to retrieve the quote-unquote test subjects. Yes. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Why, why Why? do you do things like that? Because it's freaking weird. <laughs> when the soldiers entered, the group began to scream and shout louder than ever. All except that one who's got no fucking yeah, vocal no voice cords. anymore, yeah. Screams were also heard by the soldiers when they went in. Probably due oh, to what they saw when they entered the chamber. Don't say that. Yeah. Are you ready? Uh, yeah. Four of the five subjects were still alive. Oh, no. Although alive was like a relative term here, and you're about to see why. The food rations past day five had been barely touched. Oh. So what were they eating? Their poo. They found chunks of meat from the dead test subject's thighs and chest stuffed into the drain in the center of the chamber, blocking the drain on the floor and allowing four inches of water to rise up on the floor. And it wasn't just water. Poo and water. It was also blood. They used the chunks from his thighs to stop the. If okay, if this is when you're gagging, mm-hmm. is it gonna only get worse? All four surviving test subjects, all five surviving, four surviving, four. yeah, also had large portions of muscle and skin torn away from their bodies, and it was obvious that they had used their hands and fingers to break away their skin and muscle, not their teeth. So, wait. They were, they were, oh gosh. They ripped, mm-hmm. They figured this out because the captives had exposed bone on their fingertips. What? And it was realized that each person self-inflicted this harm. So they were going crazy. Yes, ma'am. They After were ripping five. out their own skin and muscles. After how many days, I wonder? Five. After five days is when things started getting weird. Now this is where I, I just can't even, okay? No. So... The abdominal organs below the rib cage of all four people had been removed. Wait, wait, say it again. The abdominal organs, uh, Joanna's touching, we're touching our like rib cage <laughs> below the rib cage. Do you, oh. what organs are even there? Your intestines. Okay. They had been removed. They were still alive. Looking at their bodies, 
I'm really hoping this isn't a movie. They had removed the skin from their chest as well. Oh, my gosh. The heart, lungs, and diaphragm remained in place, but the skin and most of the muscles attached on their chest to the ribs had been ripped off, exposing their lungs through their rib cages. You should have, like, trigger warning people. Oh, trigger warning. Too late. All their blood vessels and organs remained intact. They had just been, now back to the organs and their abdomen, they had been taken out of their bodies and laid on the floor How near are they them. still alive? Fanned out. So they've got their stomach, their intestines out of their stomach laying around them. All the four? All four. All of them. It was realized as well that they weren't eating the food rations and they weren't eating their poop, Joanna. They were eating themselves. <laughs> Joanna, stop gagging. Joanna, are you going to throw up? Joanna, <laughs> stop. I can't. That... that. That's just so, this, I'm just, oh, Stop. imagining the smell. Well, now you can see why the soldiers started screaming when they walked in. My eyes are Are you are crying? Water. My eyes are watering. Oh my God. This should, do not, can you put a warning mm-hmm. on, at who? the bottom of this? Do not e- be eating. <laughs> you should not be eating. I'm so nervous. <sighs> my Let's, stomach is, is like turning. Uh-huh. So. Most of the soldiers were Russian special operatives at this facility, but still, even with all their training, and all the crazy shit that they've seen in their past, many of them refused to return to the chamber to remove the people. They said, nope, not a fucking chance. Okay, but when they oh gosh, could you imagine, like, were they sitting at their bed? Do they just look at them like, what are you going to do about this? Yeah, what are, what are you going to do? <laughs> I like your laugh. The captives throughout this, con- so back to the soldiers went in to retrieve them. This is what they saw. The captives throughout this continued to scream to be left in the chamber and begged for the gas to be turned back on. They screamed that they didn't want to fall asleep. I wonder if they felt no pain. Yeah. Because if it's so. silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that they're beyond pain at this point. They were obviously... Oh, wait, maybe... What? Sorry, maybe that's why he was... No, because you said he was running back and forth. I'm wondering if the screaming was... When um, they were ripping apart the, their organs. Yeah, but you said the whatever. one guy was walking back and forth. So running back and forth, screaming. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, maybe he, would, that, maybe he was doing that because they were ticking. <laughs> mm, and then a second person started to scream. Yeah. That's a good point. They were obviously removed from the chamber, but oh, fought yes. as much as their frail bodies would allow them to. They fought so fiercely that one of the Russian soldiers died from having his throat ripped out. Out. what how do you have that much strength that i have no idea that gas eating those the- thigh muscles <laughs> the muscle you're eating is giving you muscle. the soldiers were so affected that um more than one of them later committed suicide more after this one. event so two did you hear what i said yeah. which is terrible terrible in this struggle trying to get them out of the chamber one of the four living subjects had his spleen ruptured and he bled out immediately <sighs> The doctors tried to sedate him, but couldn't. Oh, gosh. His, like, he, like, could not be put to sleep. He was injected with more than 10 times the human dose of something similar to morphine and nothing. It had no effect on him. He eventually completely bled out and eventually died. The surviving three, te- <laughs> the surviving three test subjects now were heavily restrained because, hello, someone had just died. They killed one of well, the all their soldiers. their intestines are out. Yeah, they, it's almost like they have massive strength and how? <sighs> They've been moved to the medical facility in the building. Two of the three only had vocal cords that were still intact. Because remember, the yeah. one that was screaming is still alive. They continuously begged for the gas and demanded to be kept awake. 
They begged for it's it. So weird. It's so that, weird. Med- that, that gas must have messed with them big time. Abby. I know. The most injured of the three was taken to the only surgical operating room that the facility that the facility had. In the process of preparing the subject to have his organs placed back inside his body, mm-hmm. it was found that he was immune to the sedative that they had given him to prepare him for the surgery. He fought furiously against his restraints when the anesthesia was brought out to put him under. It took only a little more anesthetic than normal to put him under. And the instant his eyelids closed, his heart stopped and I was going to say, I was going to say his yep. organs stopped. Oh my gosh, yep. it's crazy. During his autopsy, it was found that his blood had triple the amount of normal oxygen levels. Holy cow. His muscles that were still attached to his skeleton were badly torn and he had broken nine bones in his struggle to oh. not be subdued. I don't like it. I don't either. The second survivor had been the first of the group of five to start screaming. His vocal cords were completely destroyed, so he wasn't able to beg or object to any surgery. He couldn't make – he just he kept shaking can... his – yes, he kept shaking his head violently when the anesthesia was brought near him. So being that they, the former subject had just yeah. died when they put him under, one of the doctors suggested they try the surgery without anesthetic, and he nodded his head yes. Stop. Oh, God. They went on to perform a six-hour surgery on him, and he did not react for the entire six-hour procedure. What kind of – Gas was of replacing, <laughs> fucking dang the whole gas, um, of replacing his organs and trying to cover them with his remaining skin. He did not react for six hours. That's crazy. When the surgery ended, the subject kept trying to communicate with the doctor. He couldn't talk or really make any other noise than like a wheezing sound. Mm-hmm. So they gave him a paper to write it out, and he wrote, "Keep cutting." <gasps> Carmen, <laughs> so scary. The other two test subjects were given the same surgeries, both without anesthetic as well. Although they had to be injected with a paralytic, a paralytic for the operation because the surgeon found it impossible to perform the operation due to the patient's continuous laughing. Oh, what? Yep. He had to paralyze them. So they're awake, they're conscious, but they can't move. That's insane. Once they were paralyzed, the subjects could only follow the doctors and researchers like with their, with their eyes, eyes, you know. After the surgery, the paralytic they were given cleared their systems in an abnormally short period of time. And as quickly as possible, they were found trying to escape their bindings. Yes. Bondings, bind, whatever. The moment they could speak again, they were asked for the stimulant gas. They asked for the stimulant gas again. That's crazy. Later, the researchers tried asking why they had injured themselves, why they had ripped out their guts, why they wanted to be given the gas again. The only response they got, I must remain awake. Why? Exactly. Why? It's freaky. So eventually the researchers and military personnel began to disagree on what Mm -hmm. to do next. It was decided, though, that they be put back in the chamber. That's what they were begging for. I mean, at this point, why not? I guess for the sake of science and to see what kind of fuckery would come. Like, what what are you going to do? That's what they want. They can't I mean, go back to society. I mean, they're prisoners or jail. Or jail. Um, all three subjects' restraints were put back on after their surgeries, and they were going to put them back in the chamber. This all happened very quickly. Obviously, they have restraints on because of what happened when they tried to get them out the first time. The researchers honestly were at a loss of what to do here. They couldn't determine what the best outcome would be. Their project was an epic failure yeah. at this point. But like I said, they wanted to see what would happen. The commanding officer, an ex-KGB, which is 
<laughs> naughty, naughty. If you watch, it always the reminds office, me. The Office. Now I was going to say Stranger Things, The Office. Uh, there's a joke when he knocks on the door and it's the KGB. <laughs> and then he slaps, Jim slaps Dwight in the face. And the KGB w- will wait for no one. <laughs> Molly will know. Molly. All right. Molly will know. I think uh, many people will know. Yes. Um, the commanding officer who was an ex KGB made the order to put them back and wanted to see what the outcome would be if they were put back on the gas. I mean, whatever. The researchers strongly objected, but obviously were overruled. In preparation for being sealed in the chamber again, the subjects were connected to an EEG monitor and had their restraints padded for long-term confinement. Oh, gosh. Could you imagine just being stuck in your bed? Like <sighs> well, that? who no. Who knew how long? They didn't know how long this was going to go on for, so. Just put oven mitts on their hands. Oven mitts on their hands. All three stopped struggling the moment it was let slip that they were going to go back into the chamber with the gas it was obvious that at this point all three were putting up on a great struggle to stay awake because you know it's been however long since they've been taken out of the chamber this is how they kept trying to stay awake because they would not let themselves fall asleep Uh. one one of the subjects that could speak was humming loudly and continuously the mute subject was straining his legs against the leather bindings with like all his might just constantly back and forth focusing on his leg movement the third subject was holding his head off his pillow and blinking rapidly so these are kind of the awkward things they were doing why don't you just eventually fall asleep like i know know people count sheep well well, now they had the EEG monitors on. They saw, looking at this third subject, that the readings were normal most of the time, the one who was blinking rapidly, but sometimes the readings would flatline inexplicably. So, like, mm. to what you're saying, like, aren't you, isn't your body just going to, like, shut down? Yeah. It looked as if he were repeatedly suffering brain death oh. and then coming back, brain death coming back. Before returning to normal, then one nurse saw his eyes slip shut at the same moment his head hit the pillow. His brain waves immediately changed to that of a deep sleep, oh. then flatlined for the last time, and his heart simultaneously stopped. Dead. Okay. Well, they're in he the died. chamber with or without gas. They're about to be put back in oh, the chamber okay. with the gas. Okay. This is what, what's happening. The only remaining subject that could speak started screaming to be sealed in now. Like, they just saw this person fall asleep and die put me in his brainwave showed the same flat lines as the one who had just died from falling asleep the commander gave the order to seal the chamber with both subjects left still inside as well as the commander wanted three researchers to go in with them <gasps> with or without masks well I, I assume like with masks you know so they wouldn't but they had heavy bonding at this point so they wouldn't be able to hurt the researchers right these two uh, last people you think how do you think the <laughs> The three unlucky researchers responded to being told. Heck no. One of them, who found out he was ordered to go in the chamber, immediately drew his gun and shot <gasps> the commander, point blank. Stop. Mm-hmm, between the eyes. Then what? turned. Yep. Then turned the gun on the mute subject and blew his brains out as well. Oh at this my point, God. at this point, panic ensued, and his coworkers fled, hiding behind, you know, wherever they could hide, because he was shooting people. He then pointed his gun at the remaining subject who was still restrained to a bed, and he said, quote, "I won't be locked in here with these things, not with you. What are you? I must know." Yeah. The man wielding the gun. Yeah. The subject smiled. The final one alive. And then in the most creepiest of things to say when someone has been awake for weeks, is completely delusional and is scared of sleeping, thinking it will kill him, stated. I'm going to read you what he said. Okay. Have you forgotten so easily? We are you. We are the madness that lurks within you, begging to be free at every moment in your deepest animal mind. 
We are what you hide from in your beds at night. We are what you... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we are what you sedate into silence and paralysis when you go to the nocturnal haven where we cannot tread. What? That's pretty deep. That is pretty deep for someone who's been in through Crazy, this. Yeah. The researcher shot him dead immediately, and the subject's last words were so nearly free. So, Joanna? <laughs> Joanna, stop rubbing your eyes. Is this story true or not? I mean, Russia does crazy stuff. I must say true. You're going to say true. But I want, again, I, not, see, I wanted it to be a movie, but then all that stuff with the poo. And the, the poo, the the, the, the organs, or, the organs. Uh, true. You say true. Yeah. All right, Joanna. Am I wrong? Don't be mad at me, please. This one's a little different. What is? What does that mean? <laughs> please don't be mad at me, listeners. I switched it up a little bit. First of all, this story is complete fiction. <laughs> Do you need a hug? No. no. I don't want to touch you. Don't touch me. No, I'm like sweating. I was literally sweating this entire episode. It's completely fiction. It's a Russian urban legend, and it is not. A movie. Dang it. But it is a written story. You suck. It is. Yeah. It's a story I found on a website. And say it with me if you know, listeners. Creepypasta. What what does that mean? I knew you weren't going to know. Hold on. The reason I say please don't be mad is because it's not a movie plot, which is the premise of our show. So I felt a little guilty, but it is fiction. Um, Here's Carmen's address if you want to write some hate mail. Hate mail. It is. (laughs) It is fiction, and I felt like taking some artistic liberty this week. Whatever. (laughs) I came across this story, and I felt like it was too good not to share, Joanna. I wanted to give respect to the author and say first and foremost, and to those who may have read this story, because I know y'all have heard it, I changed a little bit of the dialogue and verbiage in the story Mm -hmm. to fit. Well, as urban tales do. uh, Well, yeah, that's, that's a good point. To fit my style of speech and storytelling so I wouldn't give it away. I can't believe you thought it was real. I thought it was real, too, when I heard it the first time. I really did. I mean, because Russia does some crazy stuff. I know. But to credit the person who wrote this story originally, I stuck very close to the actual text, as close as I could. But I did change some things. I will link it if you'd like to check it out and read it for yourself, which I think you should. Not you, Joanna. I've already heard it. You, the listeners, if you want to read the actual story. So who wrote it? Well, let's talk a little more about this urban legend. So is it real or is it not? It's an urban legend. Yeah. It's not real. Yeah, but some urban legends. Did you ever see that movie, Urban Legend? Yes. Hello. The lights. Remember, like, oh, you're not supposed to flash your lights. I still flash my lights. I do, too. The one that creeps me out the most is the person in your backseat. Mm-hmm. And then that guy's trying to tell her. Oh, the gas station attendant? Mm-hmm. I was driving not that long ago, and I was in my car. It's night, and something hit me. Something hit me in my car. I'm like, what the fuck? And I looked down, and there was, like, a screw on my lap. Was your window open? No. So I thought, is someone in my car? And then I, is someone in my car? Like I yelled it and then I slammed (laughs) on the brakes. And then I slammed on the brakes. I have an SUV where the third row is down. So it's like open trunk space. So I was like, if I slam on my, right. No, I didn't hear a thud. (laughs) I heard my daughter's soccer ball like rolling around. And then I told Brett when I got home, he was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Anyway, um, this story is widely considered the best creepypasta written. And if you don't know what a creepypasta is, it's the term for horror stories and legends that have been shared around the internet. Never heard of it. I know. And it's 
if you want to get scared and freaked no. out, this is where you go. The stories are meant to be scary and can oftentimes have an omin- uh, blah, 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 anonymous writer, and they're usually very gruesome and freaky. Do you remember the whole Slender Man thing? Uh, mm, that was a creepy pasta. It started out as a story so on the internet. Who, when, like, what's the original date for this story? In, in, the early two, I, in the early 2000s, I was going to say this later, but I can mention it now. I uh, couldn't track down the original author because some people have adapted it into short yeah. films or other novels or been inspired by it, but I couldn't figure out who originally wrote it. So what's the title of that story? The Russian Sleep Experiment. Oh, that's lame. That that's It's one of the best, noted as like one of the best creepypastas of all time know, because but, it could it sounds real that's what's the scary the title is oh like so it gives, basic. it's like our florida man <laughs> so basic yeah it's like the and fl- many people die everybody dies yeah there's been debate about whether or not this story is true I but based it. on <laughs> based on actual science it's not likely there's an example here's an here's an example cctv was invented in before the 1940s you know like street cams with the blurry I'm images aware. and stuff whatever so why couldn't they have cameras in the chamber what, wait, what year? 40s. Well, that was Russia. I feel like... I, well, well I here's the thing. Who's here's, behind on the times? Here's the counter thought. Not really. Hello. They were, like, really high in technology. Okay. Rocket ships. Rocket ships. <laughs> space ships. The space race. Sputnik. Space race. Sputnik. Um, but how good was CCTV back then? Could they watch live footage in the 40s as it was happening? Was it blurry? Mm-hmm. Could they really even see... Okay, I'm telling you, like, why people argue that it could have really happened. Got it. Could they live stream? Whatever. And then other debates that pop up, like, if you research the topic, whether or not an actual gas has ever even existed that could keep a person awake for that long. Probably. It's, well, no, it's impossible. From what I've looked up, it's impossible. You're not a scientist. Well, I am a mathematician. <laughs> <laughs> Along with the hallucinations you would have if you were to be awake for two weeks would make menial tasks and communication not realistic. They wouldn't be able to communicate the way that they did mm-hmm. if they were really awake that long. The fact that it could be true, though, is what makes it scary. Mm-hmm. I know thinking about the actual history and scientific fact in our logical brain makes us say, like, nah. nah. But when you're listening to it or reading it, you have that moment when you're like, wait, what? Well, because like I said, Russia, people, prisoners, they don't, I feel like once you're a prisoner in different countries, like your Mm -hmm. life no longer matters. I know. And you become the test subject. Wait, 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 wait. What if you, have you never seen that movie Broken Down Palette? I did. Claire Dan. They weren't guilty. People who kill, like the pedophiles. Uh, Oh, oh. They should be test subjects. They should be sent to Russian prison. Well, that one girl is there. Did you see that? That basketball player who brought over a vape? What? Yeah, she was this basketball player. She doesn't deserve that then. She brought over an illegal drug over to Russia, and it's illegal there, and she's spending 10 years in prison, and now she's moved to, like, it's not a concentration camp, but mm-hmm. it's, like, she's not in the prison anymore. She's, like, doing some hard, hard labor. Wow. For 10 years. She can't be brought back to the U.S.? She, there's a lot of political things behind yeah. that. But, yeah. Yeah. I feel like drugs, <laughs> like, you don't. What about the guy who did fentanyl in a porta potty? <laughs> jail. See, immediately this, jail. This is the thing with this kind of topic is you can really argue any side. Yeah, that's why it's because you are you're still doing something illegal, and you shouldn't have been doing it. So how is carrying a vape? You know, it's not the same. But in in Russia, it was illegal to have it, and they give zero. They don't care. Fuck's. They do not care. 
All right. I get what you're saying. You're okay. saying basically that you don't know what you're saying. I know something about a little something. <laughs> and you know a lot about a little? A lot about a little. But it's hard to form opinions on this kind of stuff it because is. it's it's just... Because where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line? That's the hard part. And that movie with Claire Danes, I watched it recently as an adult and it was still so sad. Made me cry. When, when she was left in the prison. Oh. And then what about the thing in her ear? Oh. The infection. And then she the went... bug. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I think two films came out about this movie, but nothing like blockbuster. They weren't, they were low budget and I haven't seen either. Yeah, I think one's like 30 minutes. I couldn't find the author, as I said. So to our lovely listeners, if you know who the original author is, share it. I'll update the episode. Sure. Yeah. Okay. I'll do a latest update because I'd love to give them credit. But that's what makes these horror legends so interesting. It's more mysterious. When I was reading the story on the Creepypasta website, I was looking at the comments under the story. And I'm going to read you one of the comments that I thought was hilarious because people are debating under the story. There's like a whole comment section. This is what someone said. Here's something interesting. There was an actual human experimentation camp that was set up during World War II for biological and chemical warfare research. Subjects were forced to take part in gruesome experiments way more horrific than this work of fiction. Some of the experiments, I don't know why I'm laughing, you'll find out. Some of the experiments had no kind of contribution to the study and were simply conducted for sadistic reasons. I'd tell you the name, but when I first heard about it and researched it myself, I was traumatized for a bit. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Mm. And then the comment underneath it said, Tell us the name. <laughs> What's the name? Tell us. We need to know. I want to look it up. The people need um, to know. So that's that's my story for you. That was good. That's I'm it. Just, I mean, I honestly, I wouldn't have watched it. If it was a movie? Well, the last one you said was a movie, The Witch. Mm-hmm. I, I still didn't watch it. Yeah. But it was also on HBO, and I don't have HBO anymore. Well, there's a reason for everything. So that's my story for you guys. Let us know what you think. And let us know if you forgive me for it not being a movie plot. And if you want her address, just let me know. No. Uh, no hate mail. We'll get her a P.O. box so you can start sending her some <laughs> hate mail. Stink bombs. Whatever. You can find us on Instagram at Live Laugh Murder Podcast. Uh, you can Gmail us your love mail, not hate mail. Live Laugh Murder Pod <laughs> at gmail.com. Love mail. Send me your love mail, please. And yeah, that's about it, guys. 13 was your cuss count. I always forget that you're going to do that. You don't see, I literally have a pen and paper, and every time you cuss, I put my hand down. I try to be discreet. I know. I don't pay attention to you. Good. (laughs) On that note, remember to say it, Joanna. Live, laugh, but do not and never murder. Never. And don't stay awake for longer than 15 hours. 15 days. (laughs) I did what you did. Oh, you did what I did. 11 hours. Okay. Anyway, love you guys. Bye. Bye. Talk in the microphone. Did you do it? All right, Joe, and I'll get you a second one. Hello. Whoa, 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 whoa. I'm puke. Oh my god, mom is going crazy. And she said she's gonna puke. And then she goes, she said she's crazy. Cause she's crazy. Look at her. Yay. We're gonna double back. Mom is crazy. She's super. Oh my god, I'm gonna puke. She's saying. 
She will throw. Pretty just say it right now. She's gonna puke. Bleh.